NBA Strayer, how are you going? How are you going? I hope you're right. It is NBA Strayer. It is Tuesday, December 19. Jeez, I hope you've done your Chrissy shopping. Jeez. <laughs> Hurry up. I'm your host, James Clements. I'm the editor of a good website. It's called CodeBet. You can find that at codebet.com.au. You can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, Fox Sports Lab NFL, CodeBet Daily. Uh, what else? We've also got the Cricket Today and Football Today podcast. Go check those out. Uh, but I am here in Larry Armour Studios, hanging out, giving you the lowdown on all things NBA, including, you know, a bit of Australia, mate. That's what we do here, isn't it? The Clippers are back. Philly's upset by the Bulls. The Pistons still suck. Ant-Man is wading into the pro-choice movement. <laughs> what is going on? But Lowry marketing might be available. Jordan Clarkson. We've got some dunk comp stuff going on. Miles Bridges couldn't make it into Canada. Good stuff. Uh, right. So that's going to be all talked about in the NBA straight game wraps. We've got That's Not a Knife. All May No Mate. Spot of the Night. Better than Lonzo Ball. We've got Yeah Nas. We've got the Unpopular Opinion of the Day. We've got Outback Takehouse. We're serving up a flame grilled take. Uh, there is an Andrew Gay's Great Mum Reward for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence as well. And we'll pick and preview all the games tomorrow. There's four pretty nice ones too. So that'll be good. All right, without further ado, then let's get into it, shall we? Good one today. This is NBA Story episode 1008. Jeez. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls, and you're listening to NBA Australia. Watch out for the shark attack. Ah, you better. Or the dog attack. I don't know. If you're a player in that Knicks-Lakers game, there was a dog courtside. Now, Far be it from me. <laughs> Love me, dogs. I'm all about dogs. Dogs are good. You like dogs? Yeah, I like dogs. Oh, dogs. Yeah. Uh, there was a dog. At at some point, you go, whoa. It's like one of those influencer dogs. And you're like, okay. <laughs> How many dogs are influencing what you do? I would say mostly one. My dog. He influences some of my behaviour in that I have to give him his insulin twice a fucking day. <laughs> Why is there a dog courtside at a Lakers-Knicks game? Ah, oh, it's a sick dog. Yes, it was cute. Yes, it was cool. I love this idea. Can we get dogs to, like, every game? Because we, we also had an awesome dog attack. Well, it's not exactly a dog attack. But we had two dogs holding skipping ropes while another dog did the jumps. It was awesome. That's like the greatest halftime show I've ever seen. Forget about all those crummy eight-year-olds trying to put up three-point shots that go halfway while their dumb parents are like, yes, good one, Tanner. Good one, Riley. Great job, Cooper. <laughs> Give me fucking jump rope dogs. That's awesome. Anyway. Hey, also, what happens if uh, one of the other opposition players is like, should this be part of the scouting report? One of the uh, Knicks players is allergic to dogs. 
So let's get our hairiest mutt courtside. That was weird. Now on the broadcast, like, ah, oh, look at that dog. It's like, it's not a small dog either. <laughs> He's bloody huge. Oh, bloody huge. Anyway, good dog day today. Uh, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBS. We're probably with just, I don't know, yelling about dogs. Oh, it's actually usually with the Daily Whip around, Jim. That's right. There you go. Uh, Draymond Green, a.k.a. the NBA's dumbest, angriest man. Uh, he started his counselling progress, uh, program, I guess. According to Shams, he's expected to remain sidelined via suspension for at least the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so he should. I'd argue it should be at least a month, but that's all right. Hey, Draymond, what happens next time you see an Eastern European go, I'm going to punch him in the head! No, what do we say, Draymond? Oh, right. Um, don't punch the Eastern or just general European in the head. That's right, Draymond. You're coming along very well. Good stuff. Uh, the Lakers raised the banner for the in-season tournament win today. What I find really weird is that it has been referred to by the NBA as the NBA Cup. Uh, on that banner, it does not say NBA Cup champions. It says in-season tournament champions. Uh, I don't know about you, but a bit of the old unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. I think the in-season tournament is a shit name. It's like, oh, we've got nothing better. Yes, you do. Didn't you call it the NBA Cup, you idiots? It's called the NBA Cup. Oh, but we're not totally sure if that's catchy enough. Well, it's a bit catchier than fucking in-season tournament, you dunderheads. Jesus. I will tell you what. Uh, in-season tournament champions 2023. Great job, everybody. You've just... This is why, again, I need to be hired as the vice president of common fucking sense for the NBA. Just low six-figured fucking salary, Adam. Let's get this sorted. Hey, Jim, should we call the in-season tournament something other than in-season tournament? Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. What's that? Oh, because in-season tournament, you have to say three, well, two big long words, and it all just sounds fucking clunky, idiots. NBA Cup. Oh, we wanted to make it like a European soccer tournament. Oh, you mean like the FA Cup? Idiots. Jesus. Anyway, uh, the banner, it was fine. <laughs> sure. Uh, other little bits of news today. Larry and. I love this time of year because after December 15, it's like, right, which teams are sucking? Let's trade their good players. Larry Markinen's name popped up, and he's like, nah, I want to stay here forever. So uh, now proceed to uh, have everybody just splooge everywhere. The ideas of, oh, well, it would take five first-rounders to get Larry Markinen from Utah. Would it Would it really take five first-rounders to get Larry Markinen from Utah? I don't know. Who even has five first-rounders at this point? (laughs) OKC has all of them. It's basically, can you trade with OKC? And that's about it. You know? Uh, Anyway, the... He doesn't want to be traded. Apparently, Lakers um, are going to be kicking the tires, obviously, on the Levine, DeRozan, Caruso. um, But they don't want to give up Austin Reeves. This is all the scuttlebutt. Jordan Jeremy Clarkson is very much available. Uh, That's because he's shit. So, uh, yeah, good luck there, everybody. It's also felt weird. As I've said time and time again this season, it it feels like the 
Jazz, before he got injured, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson was just playing almost too much. Like, he's the exact dude that you bring in off the bench and go, right, tear him up. And he's like, sick, man. And then you put him in there as a starter, going up against other starters, and he gets his ass kicked, and he's just a bit shithouse. You know? And that's exactly what's happened this year. Like, Jordan Jeremy Clarkson, God bless his cut and socks, but he has been playing like shit this year. I mean, don't let him hear you say that out loud because he might try to fire, fist up, you know. Uh, but he's shooting under 40% from the floor. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, really better trade for Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. Is he going to shoot better than 3 of 13 and 2 of 9 in his last couple? He's been horrible. He's shooting under 30% from 3. Get him back in off the bench. Away you go. He's not a starter. That's how it goes sometimes. Um, but anyway, look. They'll take uh, trade calls according to Chris Haynes. That checks out. So good on them. If you need a bench gunner, boom, off you go. But Larry Markin, that's a bit of a bigger sort of fish. Obviously, Dallas are just like, how do we get him? And everyone's like, you don't have the, you don't even have like a draft pick, <laughs> let alone many draft picks that would get a Larry Markin. So yeah, good luck everybody there. It does sort of feel like. The marketing piece is what Utah should be just building around. And, like, you don't even want these sort of stories to get out there because Larry Markin's like, yeah, I don't want to be traded. I want to be a part of this here in Utah. He's like, I'm revered like a god. I'm really white. <laughs> oh, good job, everybody there. Uh, what else? Uh, Mac McClung has already been in, invited to the uh, dunk comp because he won last year. That's good. Can we just call it the G League dunk comp then? Because he is a G League player, don't forget. He's averaging 25 points a game for the uh, Osakola Magic, Orlando's uh, G League team. <laughs> great. Uh, Miles Bridges wasn't allowed into Canada, which is great because I love this. Canada's like, no. You mean the bloke is being brought up in domestic assault charges? Yeah, nah, piss off, dickhead. Meanwhile, Charlotte are like, nah, it's fine. Then he keeps playing. Good job, everybody. Ah, uh, Boogie! That's right. DeMarcus Cousins is off to the Taiwan Beer Leopards, a.k.a. Hey, Jim, what's your favorite Taiwanese team? <laughs> uh, might be the Taiwan Beer Leopards. I'm just saying, leopards are one of my favorite animals. Beers, all-time favoriteest thingies, basically. I love it. You know, outside of family and friends. Don't mind a tin. <laughs> this might come as a surprise, but I like beer. Um, I love that Boogie is in Taiwan. I just want him in the NBL. I'll talk about that a bit later. Ant-Man, I mentioned this story yesterday, wading into the pro-choice uh, movement. He did after after some texts with a uh, lady were leaked. It's pretty interesting. I'll talk about this again in the annals really quickly. Uh, but his statement saying, I made comments in the heat of a moment that are not me and that are not aligned with what I believe and who I want to be as a man. All women should be supported supported and empowered to make their own decisions about their bodies and what's best for them. I'm handling my personal matters privately and will not be commenting on them further at this time. Uh, I would argue he wrote 8% of that. <laughs> like, can we even get a notes app post to show that he actually typed this out? Because I, I don't... I don't believe it. That's all right. Good on him. And lastly, Luka Doncic and Giannis Antetokounmpo. That's right. The Euro takeover uh, players of the week. 
Both average over 36 points, so you bloody booty well hope so. Let's do some game wraps from today. Game wraps, 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 game wraps. All right, let's fly through these because there's 11 of them. Houston fell short in whereabouts were they playing, Jim? Cleveland. That's right. They fell short 130-135. The road woes for the Rockets continue. They're 2-10 away. Cavs won this because Donnie Mitchell had 37-6. and six. They don't obviously don't have Darius Rucker, Judy Garland, or... Uh, Evan Mobley. But the good thing is, Jalen Green couldn't hit the side of a fucking van. Um, he went 2 of 12, and it's like, yeah, it's a lot of Fred Van Vliet, bro. And uh, Donnie played really, really well. He got 3 9 from downtown for Struess. Merrill went ab. Sam Merrill went absolutely ham off the bench with 19 2. Um, 5 3. So very handy when you've just got like some random dude for the Cavs popping off for 5 out of 10 from downtown. Uh, so it meant the Cavs hit 19 threes. That'll win a lot of games, even with my ba- my sweet baby going one of six. Karis LeVert. Good win for the Cavs. They needed that one. It's just like a bit of a uh, weird spot, obviously, in their season without Garland, without Mobley. So to get a win over a bad road team, very, very good. Uh, 27 and 17 assists for Fred Van Vliet. 24, 8 and 6 for uh, Joker from Wish, a.k.a. Alper and Shingun. Jabari Smith. There's a dude who's just like, what are you doing, mate? Five points, two or seven shooting. Brutal. Uh, the Clippers beat the Pacers. Where's the button? <laughs> uh, joke's on me, apparently. Uh, 151, 127, and James Harden went ham. This was nuts. 35 points. He's back, baby. That man who barely cleaned. 35 and 9 assists. Benny Matherin had 34. But the Pacers just got... They got straight killed in this one. It was uh, pretty embarrassing. So he got straight killed. Gave up 77 in the first half. Uh, that Pacers defense is not that great. The thing is, they also scored 64 themselves. But it's like, wow, we're still down a lot when we scored 64 points. Yeah, you got to stop them on the other end. The Pacers are an interesting one. There's going to be a couple of teams around this point of the season where you go, yep, look, we understood going into this year that you'd be basically... You'd have moments, right? But can you can can you sustain that run? Actually, Houston's another team, right? And weirdly enough, Pacers at thirteen and twelve, Rockets at thirteen and eleven. It's the sort of team that they go right. Who are we? Are we that good? And then suddenly they go, well, it's a quarter of the season, quarter of the way through the season, we're pretty good, but we're not that great. And you sort of start to see this sort of hit across like the next month or so. So just keep an eye out for that. The Bulls are another one. We're about to talk about them. But the Clippers, awesome game from them today because you've got Harden going off. You've got Paul George and Kawhi both having 27 and 28 respectively. Zoobs was really good. He had 18 and 16, 19 for Norm. Norm Powell. But they dropped 151 in regulation. Pacers need to fix that fucking defense before they can start thinking about like making a dent in the playoffs. huh? Like The in-season tournament was a good, fun story. But, jeez, where was – I think I talked about this in yesterday's show, right, like doing the preview – they did slow down the offenses of Milwaukee and Boston, but when it came to like the size and just girth of the of the Lakers, they got punked. And the Clippers is kind of the similar vibe. Also, it helps when Harden scores twenty one in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Bulls beat the Sixers. This was chaos. This game one hundred eight, one hundred four. Embiid had forty, fourteen and six. Uh, that's no match for Kobe. Kobe White had twenty four, eight and nine, and the Bulls just sort of held them at arm's length. Just you had. Embiid down the stretch, going for the win and just playing for the foul instead of trying to make the fucking shot. And it's one of my most hated things in the world when that happens. Vooch had 23, uh, 23, 8, and 4. 
Uh, DeRozan had 15 on 15 shots. But you had Jemion Carter hit like four threes and stuff like that, even though Caruso wasn't like crazy good. Still very handy on plus 18 in his 31 minutes. The Sixers, Maxi goes 9 of 23. And they had no help from the bench. Ubre goes 2 of 10. Uh, Tobias Harris with a classic. Hey, Tobias, we're in a spot of bother. Can you get us eight points? He's like, you got it, boss. Three points. They're like, no, Tobias. We needed eight. He's like, "Mm, can't do it, boss. Three points it is. Three points, five rebounds, two assists, one of three from the floor. It was weird. Really weird. Just like you're on a max contract to buy us. I can't have you taking three fucking shots. Nick Batum took four. He scored just as many points as you. What are we doing? Anyway, uh, 11-32 from downtown for the Sixers. And, uh, yeah, embarrassing gear from Embiid at times. He was like 40, 14, and 6. Awesome, right? I'll talk about it again later as well. 15 of 28 shooting, but just like diving into dudes. It's like, are you trying to get hurt again, Joel? Like you're playing, you're healthy. You're playing awesome. Stop diving. Stop playing for fouls. Like the game tying up shot that he kind of like muffled because he was like trying to play for the foul rather than just hit the fucking shot. It's like sucked in. I talked about basketball karma yesterday with KD. This is a bit of basketball karma coming back to bite you on the ass. Bulls now 11 and 17. Philly dropped to 18 and 8, 10 and 4 at home. Pistons. Ah, raise the banner. They only lost by six. Uh, Trey Young at 31. Pistons lose their 24 straight game, 131 24. Kate Cunningham, 43 7 and 3 steals. Weirdly enough, I said this on yesterday's show, right? Like, Cade, it's like, yeah, we need to have like these games from Kate Cunningham where he like just empties the clip and they win just some random game. This was the game. They covered, but they did not win. So good job by the Hawks, settling, just holding on down the stretch. 11-15 now, Pistons 2-25. The Wolves came roaring back in this game, 112-108. They win against the Heat. Ant-Man hits the massive bank shot right at the end, looking like MJ. Don't ask MJ about his extramarital gear either. 32-8 for Ant-Man, 25 for... There goes my hero. Tyler Hero, he's back. Um... But I eventually, if you listen to yesterday's show, I talked myself into the Wolves at the last second just because of the size. And, yeah, like Bam actually played in this one. I was like, God damn it, Bam comes back. Tyler Hero comes back. I've gone and cooked my pick. Nope. They held on to win. They came flying back in this one. Uh, end up 35 points in the fourth quarter. Ant-Man takeover. Ends up with 32, 8, and 5 with three steals and two blocks. Did everything. Butler only 5 of 12 for his 15. 22 and 6 and 6 for Bam. Uh, that's a big win for the Wolves. Nine and four away now. They're twenty and five, absolutely cruising. The Heat dropped to fifteen and twelve, seven and six at home. Keep an eye on the Hero situation. You know, Duncan Robinson falls threes off the bench. Hero has twenty five, but it's like it feels like a lot of the time Hero overperforms. They don't tend to win those games. Just saying, just saying. Keep an eye on it. Uh, Hornets went into Canada without Miles Bridges and got ship pumped by 15. 11499. Terry Rouse. Uh, PJ Washington, PJ Hamilton Washington, Brandon Miller, Nick Richards, Bryce McGowan's, no Gordy Haywood, no Miles Bridges, no Mark Williams, no Lamello. What's that? One starter kind of left in Terry? Yeah, 22. Came on 20 shots. Uh, 
but really, this was the story of the Toronto Raptors where it's like, oh, how did they win, Jim? Did more than two of their dudes play a good game? Yes. 27-8-8 for Siakam. Scoob, Scotty Barnes, 22-17-7-8-0. Uh, and then 22 off the bench for Gary Terrence, Trent Darby Jr. You know? OG was bad, 2 of 10. Should I am Dennis Rondo? It was okay, 13 and 5, but yeah. It's literally the Raptors, if three of their dudes can fire at once, they're laughing. If only two of them do it, they're screwed. They're 11 and 15 now, the Raptors. Charlotte just flailing away, 7 and 18, just a mess of injuries and incompetence. Uh, <laughs> the Grizzlies got shit pumped by the Thunder as well. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. 116.97. Shea, Gilgis Alexander has 30, whatever. The Grizzlies are bad. Um, they did have to waive Kenny Lofton Jr., which is sad. Uh, but the Grizzlies, like, Triple J had 11 points in 25 minutes. That was it. Desmond Boone at 17. Uh, but this was just, yeah, G League gear. Where you're starting Gilead, you're starting Vince Williams, you're like, yeah, not going to win this one against the Thunder. And the Thunder like, nah, you're probably not. Giddy was fine, 16, 12, and 4. He'd love to see that. Uh but they were really solid across the board, the Thunder. Good, good, good. Home, set the tone early, scored, what, 68 in that first half, and then just sort of fucked them up in that third quarter and the game was over. So Grizzlies now 6-19, and 19, getting Jar back after this. Thunder moved to 17-8. and eight. Looking good. The Mavs got killed by the Nugs, 130-104. Luka Doncic had 38-11-8, but it's just not enough, man. Just not enough. Dante Sexum up, Exum didn't miss from the floor. But he only took five shots in 23 minutes, so he had 11, 1, and 2. Uh, the big problem for me was uh, outside of, what, Dante and Luca, no other starter got to double figures. In fact, no other Maverick got to double figures. Great job, Tim Hardaway Jr. going 3 of 12. Jaden Hardy, 3 of 9. Prosper goes 1 of 5, 3 of 8 for Grant Willie. Just brutal. While the Nuggets, even though Joker only had the 8, 9, and 7, they were triple single, 22 for Jam and Jamal Murray. 20 for Reggie Jackson. Najee had 14. Aaron Ed Gordon dropped the 21, 5 and 5. And MPJ didn't fire up either. And they curb stomped the Mavs anyway. They just kept them at arm's length the entire game. You're like, you turn around, they've won by 26. You're like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that'll happen to the Mavs a little bit this year with that defense. And without Greeny, without Kyrie. Without Lively, you're going to get smashed. That's what happened. Uh, they're now 16-10. and 10. The Nuggets, 18-10. and 10. The Nets got beaten by the Yaz because they forgot how to score in the second half. They were leading this game by five at the half and got stomperated in the second half by 2HT. He's Dano, mate. And uh, the sex man, Colin Sexton. He, they both had 27 and six assists and three rebounds. There's a bit of symmetry for you. You love it. And uh, Larry, that's a girl's name, Mark, and had 20, 10, and 4, and they ran away with it, despite Cam Thomas going off again, 32 points. Talk about other correlations of Cam Thomas going off and the Nets losing. It's like the same thing as when Spencer Dinwiddie, if he goes like, what, worse than sort of 4 of a, let's say 5 of 11, they tend to lose. He had 17, 8, and 11, Spencer Dinwiddie, but shot 7, 15, 1 of 6 from 3. Cam Thomas, you can't really fault him. He goes 32, 4, and 3, 12 of 23 from the floor, 5 of 7 from downtown. It's the likes of Mikael Bridges going 4 of 16, Cam Johnson 2 of 9. You're like, ugh. Oh. Cam Thomas emptied the clip. Where the fuck were the rest is? 
especially in that second half. So tough one for the Nets, 13-13 and 13 now. They're 5-8 and eight away. They were away team specialists last year, and they've just not been that good on the road. Uh, the Yaz, steadying the ship. Now 10-17, and 17. and in terms of like the standings, it did feel like Utah was slipping beyond the pale a bit, but now they're only like one and a half games behind the Warriors, and then really out of the 10 spot, they're basically four games, so, you know, that'll be all right. They could be. Depends on what they want to do, I guess. <laughs> it's up to them. Uh, Wizards put up a fight late against the Kings, but the Kings kind of fucked them up. Up by felt like twelve for most of this game. Kuzma twenty seven and eight hit a couple of threes. The Suvlaki King. Oh yeah, cheese Demartis. Yeah, could I get the combination meat? Just have a bit of extra lamb in there, thanks, mate. A bit of garlic sauce, some chili. I'll get yeah, just easy on the lettuce. Bit of tomato, no onion, thanks, mate. Yeah, cheese. The Suvlaki King was awesome. Twenty eight, thirteen, and twelve. Darren Fox is really good. Keegan Murray actually backed up his good game too, uh, which was important. He had. Pretty handy, 25, went 4 or 7 from deep after hitting 12 threes. Uh, and Fox ends up with 35 and 6. It was bloody good. Uh, whereas the Wizlet pool was okay, he had 28, 10 of 18 shooting, 8 threes. It's like, cool, Jordan Poole's playing well. Kuz was playing well. Uh, did anybody else decide to show up? No, they did not. Trey Jones had, what, 16 and 9, but yeesh. 143-131. There was not much defense this one. I'll tell you that much. 16-9 for the Kings. 4-22 for the Wizards. And finally, the Knicks outlasted the Lakers and their dog. 114-109. Anthony, the crazy part, like, watching this is that the Knicks just pummeled them inside. And you're like, Jesus Christ, the Lakers are a big team. To beat them at the, uh, at sort of their own game, right? The points in the paint, uh, where they outscored them 62-52. And... Like 16 and 10 turnovers, but they had 13 points off their turnovers. The Lakers only had five. So a bit of a weird one. Um, they basically played them to a bit of a standstill and just beat them inside, leaned on a bit of Brunson, who was really good, leaned on a lot of Randall against his old team, and then sort of like, hey, Emmanuel, quickly, can you hit some shots? And he did. So very... Oh, my God. Ajay Hartenstein had 17 rebounds. You'd be an idiot if you left him on your fantasy bench. Jesus. 12 for RJ Barrett as well. Uh, but Randall, the 27-14-3, for Brunson. They were just really solid. And despite the 32-14 and 14 for AD and the 25-11-11 for LeBron James and 20 for Austin Reeves with seven assists, that was the problem. They didn't get a giant amount elsewhere for the Lakers. So they hit more threes than the Knicks, but... On 11 more shots, they shot 42% and uh, came up short. They didn't, they got to the line 10 times less than the Knicks as well. So that's a good win for the Knicks on the road. 15-11. The Lakers, they raised their banner. It turns out it's not that inspiring to win the in-season tournament, apparently. Probably because it's called the in-season tournament. They're now 15-12. and 12. Let's do an NBA Australia Pro Performer of the Night. <laughs> that's not a nice. That's a knife. Shea Gilgis Alexander was awesome. 39, five assists, four steals in just three quarters. Kay Cunningham, 43, five and seven. Bloody good. Want to see more and actually get a win there, sir. How about James Harden, though? 18 straight points in that fourth quarter. He was in his bag. He smashed it. 28 minutes, 35 points, three rebounds, nine assists, a steal and a block. 
12 of 16 from the floor, 8 of 11 from downtown. He hit six straight, uh, three of three from the line. He was a plus 32. This is the thing. Harden did this last year. So with all the Harden's back, he's awesome. It's like, yeah, he did this last year with the Sixers. He did it in the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs. Uh, the problem is his ability to back it up the next time, you know? You know, it's a bit tricky sometimes where you get into your dotage. Uh, he is 34. Uh, and if there's a player who has put some extraneous miles on themselves <laughs> due to off-court shenanigans, it would be our man, James Harden. Because you might remember, in the playoffs, destroying Ada Boston in that game, was that game five? At 45 points, crushed it, awesome, nuts. Uh no, that was game one. Yeah. Game one, he goes awesome. Shit, the next one. Half decent, the next one. 42, 8, and 9 in game three. And then 17 and 10, 13, 9, and then 9 and 7 as he disappeared into the other. So in that series, he went 17 to 30 in game one, 2 of 14 in game two, 3 of 14 in game three, 16 to 23 in game four, 4 of 8, 4 of 16, and then. In Game 7, what did he shoot, Jim? Woo! Yeah, it was a bit of a nice little 311 bit. Um, Yeah, the thing is Harden has been playing really, really, really well uh, after he sort of got, you know, that nice little stretcher. He's like, yeah, I'm figuring out how to play with these guys. His last five, he's had 10, 4, and 12, 28, 7, and 15, 15, 6, and 7, 27, and 7. Uh, 12, 7, 8, and then the 35-point explosion as well today. So it's good. You just want to see if he can sort of keep it up and if what that can sort of catapult this Clippers team to. He doesn't need to do all this scoring. He's got more weapons around him than he did even in Philly. So it's pointing upwards, which is good. And if he can still show these like bits where he goes, oh, yeah, fuck it. Today, I'm really hot. That's awesome. It also really helps the Clippers' ceiling. I'll tell you that much. Who was Spud of the Knights? Spud, 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 he is uh, very similar to Jordan Jeremy Clarkson. High vibe. He has not been good this year. 41% from the floor, 17 points a game, 3.2 assists. Uh, it's not the leap year that folks might have expected, right? And, yeah, you kind of get that because they brought in uh, a pair of veterans to basically help him out in Fred Van Vliet and Dylan Brooks, but who also basically take over a lot of his role in both regards of a little bit of playmaking, ball in your hand, do your thing. So for every half-decent game, he had 25 like a week and a half ago. Uh, he had the 16 and 7 against Milwaukee, but it's just back in November, he had a 26-point game, a 25-point game, 34. It felt like he was turning the corner, but it's just very up and down. And he has not, it feels like, adapted that well. So it... It'd be interesting to just sort of look at his... Uh, if you look at his home and road splits, he's averaging 19 points at home, and they're obviously smashing smashing out of the park on the uh, 
on the hardwood there in Houston and only 16 points on the road. Thing is, he's still shooting 41% from <laughs> 41% from the floor and on at home, 40% on the road. So it's not a giant amount of difference. He's just getting a couple more shots at home, it seems. So Jalen Green's one of the more disappointing players this season, right? Uh, 2 of 10 today for OG and Kelly Oubre. You had 3 of 12 for Hardaway, the Lesser, and Tyrese Halliburton. Halliburton had a pretty rough one. What was it 8 points, 2 rebounds, 11 assists on 3 of 12 shooting? 1 of 5 from downtown. It was a uh, minus 37. And uh, you had a couple of other 3 of 10s, which was kind of frustrating, especially for a bloke who wants to play the drop. And you had Torin the Red Bull Prince. It was like, hey, Jim, I'm on 3 of 11 right now, all from 3. And then he took two more and missed them both and ends up 3 of 13. What am I meant to do with that, Toreen? D'Angelo went 3 of 10 as well. RJ Barrett, 3 of 10. Uh, you had Alec Burks, 2 of 11. Orsar Thompson, 1 of 5. You could basically just have an entire chunk for uh, Detroit. But yeah, plenty of spuds about the space today. And I look, just to harken back to a bit of the, uh, the that's on a knife, I'll tell you what. The Suvlaki King was really fucking good in that game. He and Fox, just a really good tandem. And it feels like, though, every time a team plays the Wizards, we need to sort of maybe handicap them for that's not a knife. The NBA's trying to improve performance in the night. So, yeah, maybe that's why it doesn't get the knob. Who's old mate, no mates, though? Old mate, no mates. 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 Ah. Well, Miles Bridges, oh, uh, what's that? You were under investigation for a bit of a uh, domestic assault theory. Yeah, you can't come into our country, bro. Uh, so tough on there for Miles Bridges, but not that tough because fuck him. And also, fuck the Hornets, really, and the NBA for not coming down harder on him. Uh, <laughs> seriously, just some of the worst shit. Like, Canada just go, yeah, look, nah. It's like, and whereas Charlotte are like, nah, it's fine. It's just fucked. Good job, Canadian. Uh, and obviously, old oh, mate, no mates, he's your fucking mate, Anthony Edwards. I'm going to talk about this again later, but uh, yeah, talk about copping at both barrels. There's a, uh, there's a weird sort of leg to stand on here, though, of which I'll get into in the unpopular opinion of the day. It felt very vociferous, the old mate, no mating of Anthony Edwards. It's like, yeah, he might be just a bit of a dunderhead, so... Uh, not smart, I'll tell you that much. Pantsing of the night. Carl <coughs> Anthony Towns pushed Jimmy Butler just out of the road and hit the fucking shot over the top of him after telling him to get in the gym earlier. So Jimmy Butler getting sunned by Cat was not something I had on my bingo card. Tyler, there goes my hero. Got his shot deleted by Ant-Man. It was hilarious, too. He just got straight killed. So he got straight killed. Uh, but my favorite thing was probably Chet Holmgren. Like, just, he had another just fucking stupid block day uh, today. But one he had on Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr., where he just sort of went, oh, that's cute. Gimme. <laughs> I love that. Just the, I'm so much taller than you. If I just put my arms up, you just can't shoot it over the top, like, of my fucking forearm. He had seven more blocks today. Chet Holmgren is pretty bloody good, just saying. So Triple J, he got straight killed. That kind of leads us very nicely, I guess, into better than Lonzo Ball. Lonzo was the best player 
in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you're going to get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Uh, How about Chet? What was that, 15 blocks in his last two games? Uh, he had 17 points, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, and seven blocks today. Seven of 14 from the floor, two of four from downtown. He was bloody good. Walker Kessler also had a bit of a block party in Utah against the Nets. 14-14 with five blocks. Uh, and also, I mentioned Sam Merrill. He had 19 points and hit five threes. It was huge. So lots of uh, better than Lonzo Bulls floating around today. Enjoyed that. Uh, and let's finally, do we have a magic tweet of the day? Geez, Jim, did you check? No. No, I didn't. Very clearly. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, no, he's just talking about the captain again. So no magic tweet of the day. That's sad. All right. Let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys. This is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And 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 you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some ENRs brought to you by the NBA Australia shop. Go! He's pressing buttons. They're going all over the place. Let's do it. Get your merch. Demo. Get your merch. Get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Get your merch. Yeah, wear it. Go get your merch. Get your merch because I'm just going to check. The coffee mugs are here. So you can buy a coffee mug. Uh, they are very good. Let's have a look at the shop. Come on, take us through. Uh, yeah, there they are, coffee mugs. That's nice. Uh, I will pair up the coffee mugs and the stubby holders for a uh, duo. That's how you start your day and finish your day. You know, that kind of vibe. Um, but either way, get a coffee mug. Get a stubby holder. They're all back in stock now. T-shirts are there. Tee it up. <laughs> Help your mate Jim out. All right, let's do some ENRs. Matty O. Surely NBA Kanye is not happy with Draymond winning all these dickheads of the weeks. Cue outburst any minute now. Yeah, nah, I loved this because it's exactly what Kyrie, like what's going through Kyrie's brain. He's like, hey, I've been pretty chill mostly this year. Um, I'm going to just start saying something about trans folk or something. Like it's just, you know, he's just got one in the back pocket. He's going to be just coming out. He's going to like release a YouTube video about pigeons not being real or something, you know? It's like, have you ever seen a baby pigeon? It's like, yes, you fucking morons. Anyway, you just go after like Dan Andrews or something. <laughs> but yes, NBA Kanye, he, he's going to be like the actual Kanye and just start ripping on everything and just go, oh, ha, ha, yes. It's been 15 minutes without Kyrie having the spotlight on him and Draymond copping it all. So there we go. Uh, could we get Boogie in the NBL? Yeah, nah. I don't know if we can afford Boogie. Uh, it's weird that he sort of went to Taiwan. It's like, yo, don't you own a bit of the Southeast Melbourne Magic Phoenix? Like, what are we doing here? Boogie, come help you guys out. If you're fit enough to play four games in January in Taiwan... You can at least get a couple under your belt down here first. What are you doing? I'd love that. Bloody great to see Boogie play in the NBL, wouldn't it? I love Boogie. He's a lunatic. Uh, are you vibing on the clips now, Jim? Yeah, nah. Yeah, a little bit. Like, 
when Paul George is missing games and they're still winning, you're like, geez, that's not bad. And then you just sort of have that, it's not so much Russian roulette, but on any given night, it feels like one of them gets a little bit hotter and the other guys are just so talented. Like This is like what the Kyrie, Harden, KD thing was meant to be, right? And it was for the 13 games, whatever the fuck they actually played together. But Paul George and Kawhi and Harden, along with Rusty, there is like way more even upside, I think, defensively between Paul George and Kawhi to sort of help push that along. And so if only one of them is going off and the other two are sort of doing enough, they can actually just sort of cause a little bit of havoc elsewhere. And it's not just the offense that sort of pushes it all. But, what well, they lost six straight. They've gone 12-3 and three in the last month, though. And they're just not turning the ball over that much. It's pretty gnarly. Like, Kyrie's shooting the piss out of him. He's like 55-90. Uh, shooting 26-6-4 a game. Paul George, 21-6-5. Harden, 16-5-9. They're averaging only 5.2 turnovers a game between the three of them, which is massive. So, it's pretty good. Not bloody bad. Anyway, Rusty's also only like a 2.3 turnover game at the moment, which is pretty crazy. So he's only 1.6 over last month with his reduced minutes too. So I'm just saying, are the Clippers a threat? Yeah, nah. Feels like they need a little bit more size outside of Zubach, but they've got a lot of size in the perimeter and they've got a lot of scoring options. Kind of like him as a floater. All right, unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Uh, the Ant-Man thing. Look, it's a tough conversation, I think, for Ant-Man that he wasn't ready for and did not handle well. You know? So here's $100,000. <laughs> The bit where he's like, show me the video. Show me. You're like, yeah, this this is not a smart man. I wouldn't go so far to say that he's wildly evil. I'd argue he's more of a moron, a giant dummy, and a bloke who might have shit for brains for a bit. But mostly I'd argue he's not very properly equipped for that conversation. You know? Uh, I think... A lot of us might have had that conversation, you know, at times in our lives. And it's a fucking hard conversation, especially if you're not sort of properly equipped to have it. So I think the demonization of guy, he's just a fucking shit bloke. It's like, yes, but I feel like this is a uh, situation that he definitely could have fucking handled better. I also don't know if demonizing him for being a giant dummy is the right way to go about it. Like, I don't think he's a bad, evil fucking dude. I think it's very much a shit situation that he found him in where, you know, it's very much where we're seeing the text messages that are being released very specifically for a reason. And I just fucking really don't like that either. You know, it's a bit fucking gross. Like, Anthony Edwards wanted me to have an abortion and I didn't want to. It's like, okay. So 
the hundred thousand dollars after that, you then release the text message. That's a bit on the nose. Either way, shit conversation. But folks being like, fucking fire him into the sun. It's like, we're right. He's 22. He should know better. But, you know, hopefully he learns. Also, what are you doing? Don't raw dog. None of this raw dogging. (laughs) Seriously. Unbelievable. That's also a dumb move too. What about an Outback Takehouse? It's Tuesday at Outback. You know what that means? Well, school and kindy are over basically, so we took out the cricket bats down the park and had ourselves a swat fest of a couple of these just, I don't know, local birds. What do you call them? Some sort of magpie. Then a couple of galahs just floating around. So... Got plenty of wings on hand at Outback today. That's right. All Aussie adventure wings. Because it's just like, what's this bird here? Don't care. Whack. They go great as a flame grill take. And today's flame grill take is, the Minnesota Timberwolves should have to trade Anthony Edwards to New York. (laughs) For RJ Barrett to get a nice guy there. Only at Outback. Seriously, I think, look. I think the Anthony Edwards situation is fucked. And it sucks. And his language and shit was just fucking absolutely horrible. Just fucking try to be better, isn't it? It's not that hard. Just to be not a shithead. Anyway. All right. Let's jump straight into the Australian Player Watch. I reckon. Uh, no box hill bending today for the Nits. Uh, Josh Goody in that Grizzlies game, as I mentioned, wasn't too bad. 28 minutes, he had 8 of 18 shooting, 1 of 3 from downtown. Oh, no, that was uh, SGA. 6 of 12. I'm like, 8 of 18, that doesn't add up. Uh, 6 of 12 from the floor, 0 of 4 from downtown for Gidmeister. That's not great. 16 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists, and a steal. Not bloody bad, bro. Not bloody bad. Paddy Frills, Paddy Mills did not see the court against the Detroit Basketball Pistons. That's a bit of a shame. Uh, the Rooster, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale for Houston. Uh, he played four minutes. Didn't trouble the uh, scorers, but he had one rebound and one steal. Didn't take a shot. One foul, minus four. It's all right. Hashtag free the rooster. <laughs> free the rooster. Get him out of there. Uh, Dante Sexum up Exum. The 23 minutes, five and five from the floor. As I mentioned, he shot a perfect uh, game from the floor. Five of five. Uh, one of one from downtown. 11 points, two assists and a rebound. To go with one turnover, but Sexton's doing very, very well. Uh, we had no Orlando game, so no jingles. Greeny is still out with his elbow, and uh, we had no New Orleans or Portland games today, so none of the other Aussies were in action. So let's do an Andrew Gay's Grey Mumber Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. It's the first Andrew Gay's Grey Mumba. There you go. Clap it up. Uh, a couple of good ones. Luca. The Mavs copped the loss today, and the same thing is going to go for Embiid. I'll talk about him in a second. Luca has gone for 38, 11, and 8, 40, 12, and 10, 39, 6, and 13, 33, 6, and 17. That's uh, not too bad, man. Not too bad. He is playing awesomely next to Exum. 
I'm just saying, maybe Exum's freeing him up. He is also shooting the piss out of it from downtown. He went 6 of 12 from 3 today for a bit of a uh, Shane Hill shooter shoot, 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 shoot your shot, light him up award. 4 of 12 yesterday. Oh, not yesterday, but the day before. Uh, 2 of 7 before that. 3 of 10, 5 of 10, 3 of 14, 6 of 12, 5 of 13. So is it like 36% for the month? And like, Luca has had streaks where he was sort of, you know, just a hint under that. And he started off the season absolutely on fire. He's around 36 after that, and he's at 36 again. So looking pretty bloody good. Just saying. Uh, elsewhere, Cade was the youngest player this season to have 45-5, and five, which is pretty cool. And Embiid, the 40-14 and 14 that he had today, that's his fourth 40-point game this month, which is a career high. And he also joined the big list of most career regular season games with 40-plus points and 10-plus rebounds. He's tied with Bob Pettit at 40. Next in his sights, number five, Shaq at 43. Bob McAdoo with 55. He was a gun. Uh, Kareem was 65. Elgin Baylor was 78. And Wilt with 271. Jesus. That's a kick in the dick hole, isn't it? It's like, wow, I got 40. Wilt's like, motherfucker, I got 271. <laughs> he was playing against dudes half his size. It's all fucking settled down. All right, what about a Patty Mills game day ball or game day Twitter check-in? We've had a little bit more uh, action on the socials from Patty of late, which is good. There's a Patty one right there. What's that? Oh, how throwback. Oh, it's a throwback uh, ad from Benny. Who's that? Benny Mills. Oh, it's his dad. Nice. Interesting. <laughs> is that an ad? By Patty's dad? Sure. Anyway, Patty's also got a new post. Uh, that's the Tony Parker. Uh, felt every word, Tony Parker. What a time. Enjoy your night, my brother. Mercy, TP. It's pretty good. I love the Patty Mills, Tony Parker vibes. They are very cool. I believe we also got a Jock Landau story today as well. So I'll just quickly bring that up. Uh, because who knows? That might disappear by the time I get around to it tomorrow. Uh, oh, wow. Bit of snow. Up there in Cleveland, I guess, with uh, Houston. So he's got the old snow video. I was explaining to uh, Squid Number One that uh, his mum and I, you know, we had a couple of white Christmases in uh, New York living there. Uh, not as many as I think. I think we ended up coming home for like three Christmases over the six years, whatever we lived over there. Um, but yeah, more than anything, it's like white Christmases. How good are they? It's like, nah. It's actually way better over here. It feels more Christmassy when it's cold as shit and there's like snow and stuff. But it's way better in Australia where it's warm and you can do stuff and hang the fuck outside. You know? But anyway. <laughs> Just some vibes, man. Just some vibes. Let's do some game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks to Inverton Bane. Not a problem, Jimmy. How's it all going? Oh, not bad. Uh, tomorrow we have Memphis going to New Orleans. Jar should be back. Memphis on a back-to-back, however. Pelicans at home, minus six and a half. Give me the Pelicans. Uh, you know, Jar will be ready and fired up, but it's just it always takes a little bit of time to sort of readjusting. readjusting. And New Orleans have been pretty good sort of at utilizing, when healthy, a lot of their size. 
And you look at the Grizzlies, and they are not very big. So the Pelicans have beaten the Wolves, the Wiz, the Hornets, and the Spurs. Now they've got the Grizzlies. Should be all right. Four on the trot. Not bloody bad. Uh, we have San Antonio visiting Milwaukee. I believe we may be Sans Giannis and Sans uh, Wemby for this one. So, which is a bit of a tricky, tricky vibe. Obviously, it makes it pretty tough to have a look. Yeah, there we go. Wembenyama's out. It looked like uh, Giannis might have been doubtful. But without Wembenyama, is there any way that they can stick anywhere vaguely close? 16 and a half points. Well, let's have a look and see what the Spurs have lost by recently. They lost by nine to the Rockets. 30, wait, no, that's the Bucks. <laughs> Good job, Jim. Good job. I thought I'd click through, and I hadn't. Uh, the San Antonio Banderas Spurs lost by 36 to the Pelicans, 14 to the Lakers. No, they beat the Lakers by 14, remember? That was good. Uh, they lost the Lakers by three the day before that, 11 to the Rockets, nine to the Bulls, eight to the Wolves. 15 of the Pels, 16 and a half seems pretty big. But Jim, they don't have Wemby. I think this might help. Give me the Spurs plus 16 and a half. Phoenix, they go to Portland. Uh, KD and Booker, I think would be a little bit too tough for this this scrappy Portland team. If this was a little bit higher, I'd be tempted to go Portland uh, because the Blazers have not been that bad of late as well. Uh, You know, just as soon as they... It's like, oh, but what about dominating, Jim? What about dominating? It's like, well, the Blazers have lost, I think it's like seven games in a row. But it was like by four to the Warriors. It was 11 to the Mavs. It was eight to the Yaz. It was five to the Clippers. They sort of stuck close to some of them. Uh, but Phoenix, yeah, minus seven and a half. I'll stick with Phoenix. And then Boston Golden State. That's right. It's a replay of the finals from two years ago. I'm going to go the Celtics minus five and a half because the Golden State Warriors, just the defense has no hope against the Celtics offense, I think. The fact that it was only five and a half was a bit of a surprise. It's like the Celtics do have Drew Holiday and Derek White to throw at uh, Steph, so good luck with that. All right, there you go. That's it for today. We'll be back on deck tomorrow. In the meantime, you can uh, check out NBA Australia on Twitter, Facey, IG, all over the socials. Uh, get around NFL Australia with myself and Gaz as well, chopping it up each week about the NFL. We've got a show to tape tonight. That'll be up. That'll be fun. Get around nbastraight.com slash shop. Get all your merch gear. Get a hoodie. Get a t-shirt. Get a coffee mug. Uh, Got to figure out the stubby holder combo pack as well. But anyway, uh, go check that out. Noice. Uh, what else? Cricket Today and Football Today podcasts. If you're into your uh, Cricket Today, we've got a daily show. Uh, we've also got the Football Today podcast that we launched last week. That's for all things soccer. So get right around that. Uh, check us a rating review for all of those across Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever app you're using on the Android phone. It really does help out, so get around them. Uh, big thanks to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. They rule, and so do House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated Goldmines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa Section, like Grand 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Triple J and Earth, Face the Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. Right, no skit today because I've got to skedaddle and sort out the squids and uh, then get into NFL Australia, so a bit busy today, Jim. Yes, that's right. So, we will catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. Should be a fun one today, With uh, tomorrow with only four games. We had to uh, dig in. So, we'll talk to you then. This is NBA Australia saying, look after yourselves, would you?
and Lederhosen. I love this game. I love it. I love it. I love this game. I love it. I love it. I love this game. I love it. I really love this game. Well, there ain't never been a game like this. Cause basketball is a sport that.